Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I'm your host this evening, <coughs> Black Ice, and we have our brother Joe on the line also as well. Brother Joe, how are you this um, evening? All is well, brother. I can't complain. All is well. That is very good, my brother. Very good. Very good. We're going to deal with some very sensitive issues that's happening right now in our country, in our nation, and in the world, brothers and sisters. We're going to deal with those things on tonight's um, Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. We ask that you go get your pens, that you go get your papers, that you go get your Bible, brothers and sisters, because we are going to deal with what the Word says tonight. Not based on what Black Ice thinks or feels, not based on what Brother Joe thinks or feels, not based on what Mama has said to you, what Daddy has said to you, pastor or preacher, but based off of what is written in this book called the Bible, brothers and sisters, what's written in this book called the Bible. And the motto on our show is, if you cannot read it, then do not believe it. Again, if you cannot read it, then do not believe it, brothers and sisters. That's the model on our show, The Truth Hour. If you cannot read it, then don't believe it. So um, we understand what happened earlier this week in Virginia. There was some hate groups, um, the Ku Klux Klan and some neo-Nazis and some others who wanted to protest, brothers and sisters, which, according to this country, they have the right to the freedom of speech, brothers and sisters, and the freedom to assembly and to protest. But one of them went a little bit too far and ended up slamming their car inside of a crowd, which led to the death of one of the young ladies who were protesting against the um, white supremacist. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the mind state, brothers and sisters, that Satan gives his children. I want to talk about all those things tonight on tonight's show. I'm going to go ahead and get ready to go Facebook Live. I'm going to go ahead and get ready to go Facebook Live. So when you see the Facebook Live, then you can go ahead and um, share the page. You can go ahead and share the page. I'm happy that our show has been really growing and people have tuned in from all over the world. Um, every time we get off our show, it's over 2,000 people that have already tuned in um, to the show, even before we get off the air. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Brother Joe so that he can welcome you guys and say hello while I'm setting up the rest of this. Brother Joe? Greetings, greetings. Peace and blessings, everyone. Um, thank you for taking out our, our, our time of your evening to uh, to share this time with us. For this great teaching, like um, Brother Ice, I mean, it's going to be our action-packed teaching tonight. Um, get your pens and papers ready. Uh, the book. This is this is this is our culture. This is our history. So uh, 
Let's get ready for an, for an explosive teaching tonight. And uh, my brother, my brother's going to bring it. Uh, I'm excited about the teaching tonight, and I hope y'all are excited as well. So grab your pens and pads, get your Bibles ready, and, uh, and listen for this great teaching tonight. And, Brother Joe, you are coming out a little bit muffled, so um, see if you can make an adjustment, if you can, on your um, phone or a- on your device so that um, if I can make sure that everybody that's listening can hear you, um, you know, can hear you without any any type of delay. I want to welcome everybody that's on the show. We thank you for tuning in to tonight's show. You know, for the past three or four weeks, we've really been dealing with the mind, spiritual warfare, brothers and sisters, for the past um, three or four weeks. Um, this actually is going to be a continuation for that. It's not how I intended for it to be, but that's the direction that the Spirit has moved me in to deal with, brothers and sisters. So tonight's show is called The Tragedy in Virginia. The Tragedy in Virginia. We're going to deal with recognizing the seed of Satan. Again, recognizing the seed of Satan. We're talking about the tragedy that happened in Virginia. And for those who are not aware of that tragedy, I'm going to bring you up to speed in a moment. I'm going to go ahead right now and start our Facebook live feed. I'm going to go ahead right now and start our Facebook live feed so that we can get everybody tuned in in social media. Everybody tuned in in social media. I want to say good evening to everybody. Good evening, good evening, good evening. We're going live on Facebook Live in three, two, one. We want to welcome everyone to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I am your host, Black Ice. Brother Joe is our reader for this evening. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the show. Please, brothers and sisters, share this link right now. Share it in all of your groups right now. We are live on Facebook Live on the Bible Show Truth Hour. This is a Bible show for those who are tuned in for the first time. This is a Bible show that specializing that specializes in using the book to prove our ministry. Using the book to prove our ministry, brothers and sisters. Again, it's not about what you think. It's not about how you feel. It's not about what you've been told or what you've been taught. The only thing that matters is what you can read. And as the model states on our show, if you can't read it, don't believe it. Don't believe it. Brother Joe said it best. If you can't read it, then don't believe it, brothers and sisters. If you can't read it, don't believe it. So I am excited about tonight's show. I want to welcome each and every one of you out there in social media. We thank you for coming on and tuning in with us for another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour. And we're going to go ahead and start off, brothers and sisters, with the prayer. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to come before your sheep, Father God, again on another Tuesday evening with the truth as it is written in your word called the Bible, Father God. We pray that everyone who is listening is edified and that you may be glorified on tonight's show, Father God. I ask that you find it in our heart, Father God, to decrease ourselves so that your spirit may be increased in us, Father God, where they get no arrogancy or no no puffed up attitude or anything like that and what we speak on this show, but they get the spirit of your word, Father God, contained in tonight's lesson. And I ask all these things to your sons, Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen, brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. I got Amen. Brother Joe out there. For those who are just tuned in live, we want to let you know that tonight's Bible show is the tragedy, the tragedy, brothers and sisters, in Virginia. The tragedy in Virginia recognizing the seed of Satan. The tragedy in Virginia recognizing the seed of Satan. That's our show for tonight. And we're going to go ahead and get straight into our lesson. I want to thank all of you all who are out there. All of you all who are out there, I'm asking you to invite people and share this video right now. Invite people and and share this video right now, brothers and sisters. Invite people and share this video right now. We're going to, to go ahead and start it on our YouTube. Right? We're going to go ahead and start on our YouTube. Right. And once we start on our YouTube, then we're going to go ahead and get started with our show. Brother Joe, what we want to start at tonight? First, John. Okay, brother. So we're going to start in the book of First John tonight. Again, we're going to start in the book of First John tonight. Turn your Bibles to the book of First John. Turn your Bibles to the book of. First John tonight, brothers and sisters, the book of First John. Turn your Bibles to the book of First John, and we're going to go straight into our lesson for tonight. Turn your Bibles to the book of First John, and where we want to go, uh, my brother, Brother Joe? First uh, John chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. First John chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. 1 John chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. And let me say to our YouTube listeners, brothers and sisters, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio for our YouTube listeners. Our subject matter today is the tragedy in Virginia, recognizing the seed of Satan. We're going to start this off in the book of 1 John Chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. Go ahead, Brother Joe. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our own eyes, which we have looked upon, and your hands have held of the word of life. So stop the right there, Brother Joe, real quick. It says, that which was from the beginning, what was from the beginning, brothers and sisters? Well, in the book of John 1 and 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So we know that which was in the beginning was none other than the Word, brothers and sisters. And then it goes further in 1 John 1 and 1. It says, Which we have heard. The Word is what we have heard, which we have seen with our own eyes, because the Word was manifested in the flesh, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life, because Jesus is none other than the word of life, and the word of life is Jesus and Jesus' words. First John 1 and 2. Let's go, my brother. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and true unto you, that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifest unto us. And again, this is dealing with Jesus, because Jesus was the one 
that was manifested to life, brothers and sisters. Remember, the word was made flesh. Jesus was the one that was uh, manifested to life. It says, and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life. We can't get eternal life unless we go through Jesus, brothers and sisters. That's the way to eternal life. And he was with the Father in the beginning and was manifested unto us. First John 1 and 2. Now we're going to go ahead and go to 3, my brother. Go ahead. That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Now notice it didn't mention the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit in this particular text, brothers and sisters. He said, our fellowship is with the Father and the Son. The reason why it did not mention the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit in this particular text, because the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit is not a part of the Godhead. There is no such thing as three in one. Although there are three that bear record in heaven, we understand that. The Father bears record, the sons bear the Son bears record, and the angel bears record. But the angel, which is holy and which is a spirit, He's a Holy Spirit, which is translated, the word spirit is translated to ghost, but he is not a part of the Godhead. So here, the writer is telling us that we have fellowship with the Father and with the Son. Where am I going? Let's keep it going, Brother Joe, because we've got to deal with all this hate that we're finding out in the world. And wherever there is hate, the author of hate is also present when there is a presence of hate. First John 1 and 4. 1 John 1 and 4. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. Continue. This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at God all. Is, God is light. In him there is no Darkness at all, brothers and sisters. So what do we mean when we use the word darkness? Evil, ignorance, those things that are associated with hate, brothers and sisters. <clears throat> there is no darkness in God. God has only contained light inside of him. So when you see a situation that there is a group of people like Virginia who would gather themselves together, and speak against the hatred of or speak hatred against another group of people because of their religious belief or the color of their skin, brothers and sisters, it is not of God. It is not of God. Anytime hate is present, it is of Satan, who is the father of hate. Go ahead and continue at verse 6, uh, Brother Joe. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Now, brothers and sisters, the Ku Klux Klan, the Ku Klux Klan, brothers and sisters, bears an emblem of a cross surrounded by a shield. And in the center of that cross, is a drop of blood that they say symbolizes the blood that Jesus shed for the Aryan race, brothers and sisters. How can you have all of this representation of Jesus 
all of this representation of Jesus, but stand for hate for your brother or your sister, brothers and sisters. Be very careful at who uses the Bible. Be very careful of who injects or invokes the name Jesus in their conversation because their behavior have to reflect their belief. And those neo-Nazis and those Ku Klux Klan members who were in Virginia who bear the cross, the emblem of the cross, brothers and sisters, and blood inside the cross, saying that they represent Jesus Christ and the blood that he shed for their race, their actions does not back up what they say their belief is, brothers and sisters. And again, remember, the cross is not an emblem of God. You got to keep that in mind also as well. The cross is not an image of God. Remember, in this book called the Bible, it says, make no graven images of anything in heaven on earth or underneath the earth. So any image that man has conjured up out of his own mind, it is not of God, it is not from God, it is of man from man, and oftentimes it is from Satan. Look up the definition or the origin of the cross, and you'll go back to a Roman emperor by the name of Constantine. Constantine was the one who gave his soldiers the image of a cross to put on their shields to go fight in battle. And this was based on a dream that Constantine had that of a burning cross with the inscription above it that said, with this sign we conquer. So again, the cross is not a symbol of God, nor is it an image of God. It is the image of the Roman Catholic Church, brothers and sisters, which I might add that the Ku Klux Klan also do not like. They do, they do not like Catholics either. So they don't know what the hell they like and what they don't like because they're using a symbol of a group that they say they hate. So you got to be conscious, brothers and sisters, of these things, and don't take my word for it. Look at it yourself or look it up yourself, the origin or the root of the cross as it pertains to Christianity. It is not from God. We're going to go ahead and continue, brothers, Brother Joe. Read me one more verse. Because it says in verse 6, if we say that we have fellowship with him, talking about Jesus, and walk in darkness, we lie. These Ku Klux Klan and neo-Nazis are lying by saying that they have fellowship with Jesus. And the emblem or the symbol that's on their chest of a cross with blood in the middle of the cross, which is supposed to represent that the blood that Jesus shed, according to them, for the Aryan race, they do lie, brothers and sisters. They walk in darkness. They walk in ignorance. But the author of the lie, brothers and sisters, is none other than Satan himself. Let's read one more verse, Brother Joe. Uh, one more verse, 1 John 1 and 7. How do we get around this? How do we get out of all of this? Let's go, Brother Joe. 1 John 1 and 7. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light. We have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleaneth us from all sins. So, brothers and sisters, if we walk in the light, then we can clearly see 
that what these neo-Nazis and Ku Klux Klan members stand for, brothers and sisters, is nothing but hate and nothing but a lie. But I'm still going somewhere with this, brothers and sisters, because we just can't lay the blame on them. Because that's the spirit, brothers and sisters, that they have in their mind. And who gave them that spirit? So we're going to go ahead and continue on. Let's go to 1 John 2. 9 through 14. 1 John 2, 9 through 14. Brothers and sisters, those of you who have just tuned in, we're talking about the tragedy in Virginia, recognizing the seed of Satan. We're going to ask all of you to share this video right now and all of the groups and all of the conscious and biblical and spiritual groups that you belong to because it is time for the Word of God. 1 John 2, and we're going to go ahead and pick this up at verse 9. 1 John 2 and 9. Go ahead, my brother, when you're ready. He that saith he is in the light and hateth his brother is in the darkness even until now. He that says that he is in the light and hates his brother. See, these groups, brothers and sisters, practice hate towards groups who are not white the darker people of the earth, or people of, uh, of different religious persuasions, brothers and sisters. But clearly the Bible speaks right here, he that says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness. So that's why we have to point it out. We got to point out the lie. We got to shine a light on the darkness with the truth of the word of God, brothers and sisters. 1 John 2 and 10. Go ahead, my brother. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is none occasions of stumbling in him. Continue, brother Joe. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness, and walketh in darkness, and knoweth not whither he goeth, because that darkness hath blinded his eyes. The darkness, brothers and sisters, has blinded the eyes of those in those hate groups like the Ku Klux Klan and the neo-Nazis, the darkness or the ignorance has blinded their eyes. They have been programmed. That's how you can get inside of a Dodge Charger, which I believe the car was, and, and slam on your gas pedal and run it into a crowd of people because darkness has blinded your eyes. You have been programmed, brothers and sisters, with the spirit of hate, which is none other than the spirit of Satan, the devil, recognizing the seed or the children of Satan. 1 John 2 and 12. Let's go, Brother Joe. I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven. You for his name's sake. Continue. I write unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because ye have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because ye have known the Father. So we are coming to you today, brothers and sisters, because we and you and I are in the process of overcoming the wicked one. And who is the wicked one, brothers and sisters? 
It is the spirit of Satan the devil and none other than Satan himself. That's why it's an everyday struggle. Not to put negative things on social media. It's an everyday struggle. Not to give in to your emotions on your job or your emotions in your relationship or those people who have caused you to be upset and now you're thinking about saying something or doing something, brothers and sisters, that is not in the spirit of God. We're blaming the individual, but not blaming the one who programmed his or her mind. We're talking about someone has come and possessed your mind, brothers and sisters. That's the only reason why an individual could hate. That's the only reason why an individual could use God's word for the benefit of their particular agenda. Someone has come and programmed your mind and made right seem wrong and made wrong seem right. We're talking about recognizing the children of Satan, brothers and sisters. The white sheets that they wear in their mind, brothers and sisters, is a symbol of purity. The burning crosses that they have displayed on lawns all across America ever since the late 1800s up until now. Where do they get the cross from? The religion of Christianity, brothers and sisters. These are professed Christians who are doing these things, brothers and sisters. But they all walk in darkness. Why? Because God does not abide in them. Let's read about it. First John 2 and 14. We're talking about the tragedy in Virginia. First John 2 and 14. Go ahead, Brother Joe. I have written unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because ye are strong, and the word of God abideth in you, and ye have overcome the wicked ones. You have overcome the wicked one, brothers and sisters. You have over, and the only way you can overcome the wicked one is with the word of God. See, we go to church and we sing and we praise and we shout and the drummer drums and, 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 uh, and the organ player plays his organ and we get in a trance-like state. And it appeals to our emotions, brothers and sisters. But many of us who go into church on Sunday walk out not any more knowledgeable about the Word of God than we were before we came that day. This is why the word of God gives you power. It is one thing to listen to a pastor preach and take two verses out of this book and give you a motivational or inspirational life speech about something that happened to someone or himself or someone that he knows versus taking you line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. You need to know this book for yourself brothers and sisters, because one day mama ain't going to be able to be there. Daddy ain't going to be able to be there. Pastor or preacher ain't going to be able to be there at night when you're alone, when you're having those evil thoughts, when Satan is trying to invade and program your mind. You need to be able to get in this book 
and find these words and these scriptures that are going to help you fight against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places, brothers and sisters. There's no higher of a place than you can get on your body than your mind, than the top of your head. But if you allow Jesus, the king, to rest on your dome, then you got the kingdom of God inside of you. We're talking about the tragedy in Virginia, recognizing the seed of Satan. Now, brothers and sisters, before we continue, I want to take you to one of the most misunderstood scriptures in the Bible, John 3.16. We all have read it. We all have heard it before. We all have seen it in basketball games or in football games or in baseball games. We know that what the scripture is, but it's one of the most misunderstood scriptures in the Bible. But I'm trying to show you, brothers and sisters, and expose who the enemy actually is. Read it for me, Brother Joe. John 3.16. Let's go, brother. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever... Whoever so believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He sent them here to die, brothers and sisters, for this world that he loved so much. So we've been taught over the years that God loves this world. Let me show you what the Bible says, brothers and sisters, about those who love this world. And then I'm going to take you back to John 3.16 and explain the scripture to you because it's just one word that you missed, which changed the whole meaning of the scripture. Does God love this world? You would think that the way that John 3.16 has been interpreted, but I'm going to declare to you tonight that God not only does not like this world, but he hates this world, brothers and sisters. Well, let's read about it. Let's go to 1 John 2 and 15. 1 John 2 and 15. Let's see what the Bible says about those who love this world. Well, black eyes, why can't I love this world? Don't John 3.16 say that God loved this world so much? No, that's not what it says, brothers and sisters. And we're going to go back and read it to you once we get over this. 1 John 2 and 15. Let's see what the Bible says about those who love this world. Go ahead, Brother Joe. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. If any man loves this world, the love of the Father is not in him. How clear and concise is that, brothers and sisters? 1 John 2 and 15, love not the world. Don't love this world. Neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Now what are you going to do with John 3.16? For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. It would appear that the Bible is contradicting itself. But it's not contradicting itself, brothers and sisters. It's just those things that you do not understand. And we're going to explain them in one moment. Go ahead and read verse 16, 1 John 2 and 16. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life 
is not of a father, but is of the world. So all the things that are of this world, brothers and sisters, is not of the father. But it's your pride. It's the lust of the eyes. It's, it's, it's the lust of the flesh, brothers and sisters. That's why we get so emotional. That's why we get so upset because we feel like we're losing something when someone takes something away from us that is of this world. When did we become so out of touch with God that we place value over things, brothers and sisters, as if those things are God? People walk away from us. We get so angry that we want to kill them and take their life. There was a family on the news earlier this week where the mother was killed, the son was killed, and the gentleman that was dating the mother, I don't know whether it was the father of the child or not, but he took his own life after he took their life. When did your wife become more important than God? When did your child come be more important than God? When did your job become more important than God, brothers and sisters? When did your family become more important to you than God? See, some family members will leave you and walk away. Some children will go astray, brothers and sisters. We get divorces and wives leaves and, and husbands leave, brothers and sisters, but God it's the only one that will forever remain, and he won't leave us, but we have often left him. So it says up in here, brothers and sisters, love not this world. If any man love this world, the love of the Father is not in him. Why is he saying don't love this world? Let's go find out. Let's go ahead and go, Brother Joe, to the book of 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, why don't God love this world? What is it about this world that God don't love? And if he don't love this world, then who's ruling the world? 2 Corinthians 4, and we're going to start this off at verse 1. 2 Corinthians 4, we're going to start this off at verse 1. Go ahead, my brother. Verse 4, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we think not. Continue. But have, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commanding yourselves, ourselves, to every man's conscience in the sight of God. How do you think groups like neo-Nazis and Ku Klux Klan members are able to get thousands and hundreds of thousands of people to follow them. They put a little bit of truth, brothers and sisters, in the lie. Again, they put a little bit of truth in the lie, just enough to hook you with, to make you feel good, brothers and sisters, because truth makes you feel good. Knowledge makes you feel good. It inspires you, brothers and sisters, and anything that inspires you gives you life, because anything that dies it's called expiration. Life is called inspiration. So, brothers and sisters, one day truth and a lie went swimming together. And when lie saw truth in the water naked, lie went and put on truth's clothing. And now what we have is a naked truth trying to catch up with the well-dressed lie, brothers and sisters. But that, that's why this is called the truth hour, 
Bible show because we're giving you the naked truth, brothers and sisters, and we have caught a hold of that well-dressed lie. Continue at verse 3 and 4, Brother Joe. So if, if your gospel been hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Stop right there, Brother Joe. If the gospel be hid, it is hid from them that are lost. Those people are lost, brothers and sisters, and many of our people are lost. So why would you learn this gospel just to keep it to yourselves? We have a duty and a responsibility to share this knowledge, to share this gospel, to share the word of God with others, because in this word contains light. The light allows our people to come out of darkness, to come out of ignorance into the knowledge of the word of God, which in return gives them power to overcome the ruler of this world. What does it say about the ruler of this world? 2 Corinthians 4 and 4 says, In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. Who is the God of this world? It is none other than Satan the devil. Well, black eyes, I thought God said that he loved this world. Well, let's go back one more time and read that, Brother Joe. John 3.16, let's read it and let's put it in a proper context and see if it really said that God loved this world so much that he sent his only begotten son to die for us, brothers and sisters. So if we believe him, we will have everlasting life. This is called learning something on the way to learning something. Go ahead, Brother Joe, when you get it. John 3.16. For God so loved the world. Stop right there. For God so loved the world, brothers and sisters. The world. Anytime you put the in front of a word, it is the definite article, which separates it from anything else that's like it, brothers and sisters. So if I go to work and I say that that's the president, okay, there may be many other presidents, but if that's the president, brothers and sisters, it separates that one from anything else that's like it. If I go and say, man, that right there, amongst all the other books, the Bible is the book, brothers and sisters. It separates it from anything else that's like it. So what was the world that God loved so much that he sent his son to die for? It's not this world, Satan's world where people are killing, murdering, raping, and stealing, and wars, and disease. It's not this world. It's the world that Jesus spoke about in the Lord's Prayer when he said, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. The world that God loves so much was that kingdom that Jesus spoke about in the Lord's Prayer that we can't get access to Unless we go through Jesus, unless we go through him. He died for us to get access to the world that God loves so much, which is none other than the holy city, New Jerusalem, the kingdom of God, which will be descending down out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Read Revelation, the 20th chapter, on your own time, and it will say 
just what I spoke about. But, brothers and sisters, how do we know the seed of Satan? What is it about them that we can look at and identify when we run across it? This show, the, the, the tragedy in Virginia, Virginia, recognizing the seed of Satan, how do we know? Okay, let's go to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, the fourth chapter. How do we recognize the seed of Satan? Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. We're going to pick this thing up at verse 29. Ephesians 4 and 29. Ephesians 4 and 29. Let's go, Brother Joe. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Stop right there. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Well, today, you don't have to say anything corrupt. You can type it. And it be on Facebook or Instagram and Twitter or Snapchat. You can type it today, brothers and sisters. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Verse 30, Ephesians 4 and 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Now look at this, brothers and sisters, Ephesians 4 and 31. Be careful, be mindful that we are not guilty of these things. Go ahead and read it, Ephesians 4 and 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Now malice is normally used as a word to describe something evil that you're doing. But God is saying in this instance, be evil to those things. Bitterness. What are you so bitter for? What are you holding on to that it has caused that much bitter inside your soul, brothers and sisters? It's because you have put money. You have put health. You have put family. You have put friends in front of God. And now they have left you. And now you're bitter. And now you're angry. It said, let all bitter anger, wrath, clamor, and evil speaking. Because, see, once these things happen, then we got to speak evil of those people who have done things in our mind to hurt us. Not realizing that God has removed all those things from you because it was not in your best interest. And you want to hold on to them when God has said, hey, I'm doing you a favor. You prayed to me and you said, hey, remove anything from me that's not in my best interest. And all your friends start leaving. Some of your family members start leaving. You didn't lost your job. These things, brothers and sisters, was causing the very things that you prayed to God to remove from you. And now that he has done it, you're upset with the thing versus the person responsible for it. Y'all not giving God enough credit in your life. God is sufficient, brother, for us all. When mama go, when daddy go, when friends go, when family go, if it ain't nobody but you and God, 
he is enough. The question is, do you think that he's enough? Verse 32, and let's end this, and we'll go to the next verse. Ephesians 4 and 32. Ephesians 4 and 32. I'm oh, sorry, but I got cut off somehow. I'll read it, my brother, until you find your place. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. Forgiving, brothers and sisters, one another. If you forgive someone, you, you, you can't keep bringing up the offense if you have truly forgiving someone, those of us who have to continue talking about the things that people have done to us, we haven't really forgiven those people in our heart. See, forgiving people in our heart means that we have moved on. But if we're stuck in that same place where we have to continue reminding other people what other people have done to you, then we have truly not forgiven them. We can say anything out of our mouth. But it's our actions, brothers and sisters, that really speak louder than our words. We're talking about the tragedy in Virginia, recognizing the seed of Satan. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 10. Proverbs chapter 10. Now, God has already said that if you're full of bitterness and wrath and anger and, and, and evil speaking, then you are not of my seed because my seed will edify those who are watching and those who are listening, and he will glorify me. Those of us who don't do that, we don't qualify as his children. It's a, it, it, it's a, working, it, it, it's a working progress and process, brothers and sisters. No one is saying that Anyone is perfect. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. But I'm trying to put things on your mind tonight, brothers and sisters, so you can check yourself. Because as we look at what's happening in Virginia and look at those people who are organized as members of the Ku Klux Klan or neo-Nazi or alt-right, brothers and sisters, as we look at those people, and see the hate that's engaged in their heart and in their literature and in their propaganda. As we look at those things, we understand and recognize the seed of Satan through their words and through their actions. Let's go to Proverbs, the 10th chapter. And we're going to start this off, I believe, at verse 12. Right, Brother Joe? Proverbs 10 and 12? Yes, I brother. Let's do it, my brother. Proverbs 10 and 12. Hatred, stir up, stir, stir up strife, but love covereth all sins. Hatred stirs up conflict, brothers and sisters. That's why there was a conflict in Virginia, because hate was at the center of it. Hate stirs up strife, but love covers all sin. Proverbs 10 and 13. Go ahead, my brother Joe. In the lips of him that... Have understanding, wisdom is found, but a rod is for the back of him that is void, void of understanding. Why does it say that a rod, brothers and sisters? A rod is for the back. You ever seen the medical symbol 
of a stick or a rod and two snakes crawling up the rod. Look at the medical symbol. Why is that symbol there, brothers and sisters? Because the nature of man have fallen from God in the Garden of Eden to man after he has sinned, and then from man to beast. So now we're on the level of a beast, brothers and sisters, or a snake-type individual or characteristic, and snakes have no backbone. So what is a rod for, brothers and sisters? A rod is for those who don't have a backbone to be upright. So the only way a snake can be upright is to crawl up that which is upright, brothers and sisters. What is the rod? The rod is the law of God. The law of God makes us upright. The law of God is to prop us up, brothers and sisters. So we won't give in to the lower nature of ourselves. And what is that lower nature? Things that we see, things that we hear, things that we smell, things that we can taste, things that we can touch. It's all with the senses of the flesh, brothers and sisters. But the Word of God, which also contains the Spirit of God, allows us and helps us to overcome our emotions. Verse 14, Brother Joe, continue reading. Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. Continue, brother. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. The destruction of the poor is their problem. Continue, brother. The labors of the righteous tended life, the fruit of the wicked to sin. Verse 18. He that hideth hatred with lying lips, and he that uttereth and slander as a, is a fool. God calls these individual fools, brothers and sisters. It says, he that hideth hatred with lying lips, brothers and sisters. It is the words that these people speak is what allows them to draw so many people who are broken spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. And they give them something that could help them feel like they have family now. But behind all of that, brothers and sisters, is the hatred that they're hiding. And that's what the um, Proverbs 10 verse 18 says, he that hideth hatred with lying lips, and he that uttereth a slander is a fool. And we're still talking about ignorance when we're talking about foolish people. And ignorance is described as darkness, brothers and sisters. They are all synonymous with one another. Now, Jesus also recognized the seed of Satan when he was dealing with those so-called leaders or religious leaders during his day. Let's see what Jesus said in the book of John, the 8th chapter. Book of John, the 8th chapter. And we're going to go with verse 39. The book of John 8 chapter, verse 39. Book of John, the 8th chapter, verse 39. For those who just tuned in, you tuned into the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. Our subject tonight is the tragedy in Virginia. Recognizing the seed of Satan. Let's see if Jesus recognized the seed of Satan, brothers and sisters. 
John chapter 8, verse 39. Now, the thing about Jesus that I love so much when I, when I read the Bible is Jesus wasn't no punk. If you came at Jesus, Jesus is going to come right back at you, brothers and sisters. Okay, you talking about me? Well, what about what y'all doing? You so busy trying to point out what I'm doing. Well, what about what y'all doing? Check out how Jesus dealt with these people right here. John chapter 8, and we're going to go ahead and pick this up, Brother Joe, at verse 39. John chapter 8, verse 39. Let's they go. Answered. I'm sorry, brother. Go ahead, my brother. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith unto them, If ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. See how Jesus got sarcastic and got kind of smart with them, what we call sarcastic? They said, Abraham is our father. Jesus said, If you were children of Abraham, you would do the works of Abraham. Can't you, can't you just picture Jesus saying those things, brothers and sisters? Let's go to verse 40. Let's see how Jesus continues to to deal with these children of Satan who are professing to be Jews or who are professing in today's world to be Christians or Christ-like. Let's read it, John 8 and 40. But now ye seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth, which have heard of God. This did not Abraham. So Abraham didn't try to kill people who God had sent to speak the truth. And Jesus saying, you hating me because I'm telling you the truth. And there are many people who will be watching this show, brothers and sisters, and saying, well, what do black eyes think he know about the word of God? He out there, he's a poet. He out there performing. He got earrings in his ear. What do he know about, about the word of God? Well, I don't, brothers and sisters. That's why we're reading the Word of God. It would be different if we weren't quoting Scripture, if we weren't reading the Word of God, then some of you all might say, how do he know what he's talking about? But we can know what we're talking about by knowing what we're reading, brothers and sisters. That's why we're reading the Word of God. And our motto on this show is, if you can't read it, what, Brother Joe? Don't believe it. you can't read it, don't believe it. John 8 and 41. Let's go, my brother. Ye do the deeds of your father. Then said they to him, We be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. So now they are being sarcastic with Jesus, knowing that the circumstances around his birth were shady, according to them. Because Mary and, and Joseph wasn't married. So look at how they came at Jesus. Jesus said, you do the deeds of your father. He never told them at this point who their father was. Then they said to him, we be not born of fornication, Jesus. Can't y'all imagine them saying it to Jesus? Your mom and your daddy wasn't married. We wasn't born of fornication, Jesus. We have one father, even God. But Jesus disputes that. Let's go ahead and read 42, John 8 and 42. Jesus said unto them, if God were your father, Ye would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. So Jesus getting smart back with him. Hold on, wait a minute. You said God your father? 
Well, if God was your father, then you would love me because I proceeded forth from him. This is a cold conversation, brothers and sisters, but Jesus is about to really tell them who they are. John 8 and 43. Why do ye not understand my speech? Even because ye cannot hear my words. See, brothers and sisters, we read back in this lesson where those who are lost were blinded. If you're blinded, you can't see. If you're blinded, brothers and sisters, you're going to be ignorant, which means there would be no light, which means there would be no understanding, and you won't have enough knowledge to understand when someone comes to you with the truth. You've been lied to for so long that it's going to look like the truth is a lie. Let's find out who these people who profess to be church-going folks, who profess to be Christians like many profess today, and many profess to be church-going folks, like those people who were in Virginia with the hoods on and the white robes and with the cross on their shoulder with the blood inside of it, talking about they represented Jesus, and they were Christians, brothers and sisters. Let's read what Jesus said of those people John 8 and 44. I didn't write this, brothers and sisters. Read it, Brother Joe. <clears throat> Ye are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abide not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Who is the father of the lie, brothers and sisters? It is none other than Satan the devil. And Jesus is clearly telling these people who are professing to be children of God that, yeah, you say that out of your mouth. You know the name Jesus. You can use the name God, but your actions don't reflect that you are a child of him. Actually, your actions reflect that you are a child of Satan. You are of your father, the devil. The lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks it of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Virginia, what could convince someone to get behind the wheel of a 2,000-pound vehicle, a two-ton car or more, and press his foot on the gas pedal and run it into a crowd of people, brothers and sisters. The lie, the programming of that lie, that he is superior, that he is better than everyone else that's like him. Isn't that what Satan thought when he was in heaven? That he was better? That he, he had gotten proud? That is the spirit of Satan, brothers and sisters. Be careful that we don't become a child of Satan in our own emotions, brothers and sisters. We got a couple of more scriptures left, and we're going to close out this show. Let's talk about, real quick, the reason the world hates you and I. The reason the world 
hates you and I. Don't worry. They hated your big brother Jesus, and they also hate your father. John chapter 15, John chapter 15, and we're going to start at verse 13. John chapter 15, verse 13. So those of you who are so-called African-Americans, those of you who are children of God, those of you who are Christians or followers of Christ, brothers and sisters, followers of Jesus, don't be so surprised when you are hated by the rulers of this world and by other organizations and by other groups of this world because if they hated Jesus, what makes you think that they ain't going to hate you? John 15, we're going to start this off at verse 13. John 15 and verse 13. Let's go ahead, my brother. Greater love hath no man than this that a man lay down his life for his friends. Now, there's no greater love in this world, brothers and sisters, than a man, which includes woman, will lay down his own life for his friend. Continue. Verse 14. Ye are my friends, if ye do whatever, whatever so I command you. So you're not a friend of Jesus if you're not following his commands, brothers and sisters. And what are his commands or his commandments? Love your brother as you would love yourself. Love your neighbor as you would love yourself. How can you hate your brother who you see every day and love God whom you've never seen? Verse 15, Brother Joe. John 15 and 15. Henceforth. I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made knowing unto you. So Jesus said, I'm not even going to call you my servants. I'm going to call you my friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father I have made them known Unto you, and you can still know what Jesus was thinking and what was on his mind because it is all in this book called the Bible. But if you don't take the time to study under a good teacher who will show you what's written in this book, then you would never know what was on the mind of Jesus. That's why when many people walk out of church less than an hour, they on the expressway having road rage. <laughs> Because they have no knowledge of this Bible, but they got singing and they got shouting and they got dancing and they got this spirit inside of them filled with all of this emotion. They got all of that, but they didn't get the word. Verse 16. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. Continue, my brother. These things I command you, that ye love one another. If the world hate you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. 
So he's saying that the world hated me before it hated you, black man and black woman. These neo-Nazis and these Ku Klux Klan members and these alt-right members, they hate you. They have persecuted you. They have strung you up by rope at a tree. Didn't Jesus hang, brothers and sisters, from a cross that was made with wood that comes from a tree? Jesus hung from a tree in the form of a cross. It was wood. We hung from trees, brothers and sisters. It said that the world hated me first before they hated you. So who are we to think that we're so much that we're not going to be hated when our big brother Jesus was hated and hated on? So you're going to be hated on too. Continue, my brother. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of this world, but I have chosen you out of the world, Therefore, the world hated you. So, brothers and sisters, this goes back to why the the Lord don't love this world. He hates this world. This is Satan's world. And if you are of the world, then the world will love you. But because you are not of this world, brothers and sisters, you are sanctified or set apart from what's going on in this world, it hates you. That's why when you change your life, and you ain't out there selling drugs no more, you ain't out there doing this and doing that no more, some of the same friends you came up with look at you and say, hey, what's wrong with you? You think you're too good now to smoke this joint? You think you're too good now to drink this alcohol? I'm trying to get my mind clear from all of these spirits that are contained in this alcohol or in these pills or in this marijuana or in these drugs or in this loud. I'm trying to get my mind and my spirit clear because those things contain a spirit. They are mind-altering drugs. That's why when you drink alcohol, some people get angry and fight. Some people get silly and over-friendly. Because they contain a spirit, brothers and sisters, and they bring out the lower nature in you. What's already in you, it will bring it out and it would multiply. But when that spirit is in you, then God's spirit can't be in you because no two things can occupy the same space at the same time. Continue, Brother Joe. Remember the words that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. So, brothers and sisters, if they hated Jesus, they're going to hate us too. That's, that, that's just it in a nutshell. We're going to close out, Brother Joe, 2 Corinthians 11 chapter. Again, these neo-Nazis, these Ku Klux Klan members, these alt-right members, they hide behind Christianity and the purification of the white Anglo-Saxon race, brothers and sisters. They hide behind that. And they teach their members that we are doing the right thing and we are of Jesus and we are Christians, brothers and sisters. Well, let's see what the Bible says about those kind of people. Um, let's go to verse 2 Corinthians 11 and 3. But I fear less by any means as a serpent beguiled Eve through, the, through his 
Subtility. Subtility. So your mind should be corrupted from the simplicities that is in Christ. They take a simple thing, brothers and sisters, a simple teaching, and make it complex so their members could be thrown off with their lies, which is mixed up in the truth. Verse 4. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus. Another Jesus. Another Jesus. If he that cometh preacheth another Jesus. See, the Jesus of this world that we have been talked about is not the same Jesus of this Bible. Two different Jesuses. If someone comes and preaches another Jesus, 2 Corinthians 11 and 4, read it again, Brother Joe. For if he that cometh preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye received another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might will bear with him. So what does that tell us? That there's more than one gospel, that there's more than one spirit, brothers and sisters, and there is a false Jesus that people are teaching in this world. But what does it call those people who are spewing that type of propaganda of hate of other nationalities and other people based on their ideology and their ideology. Brother Joe, what does it call those people? 2 Corinthians 11 and 13. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. Continue, Brother Joe. And no more. For Satan, Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. It's all copycats, brothers and sisters. They are doing nothing more than what Satan has already done. Satan uses people, brothers and sisters. The tragedy in Virginia, recognizing the seed of Satan, we saw it rear its ugly head just this week, brothers and sisters. Recognize it when you see it and be sure that you don't become, brothers and sisters, one of the children of Satan. We thank you for tuning in to tonight's Bible Show Truth Hour. For our YouTube listeners, good night. All right, brothers and sisters, I had to get that in before that hour on the recording for our YouTube listeners. But for those who are on Facebook Live, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you for tuning in, for listening to tonight's show. Please share this video in all of the spiritual Bible and conscious groups that you belong to, as well as your pages. And we thank you, brothers and sisters, because, again, we have to recognize the seed of Satan. Wherever it is, if it's in our home, if it's in our relationship, if it's on our job, and we have to combat that with the Spirit of God because the devil can't win playing God's game. Don't you let nobody get you upset. Don't you, let, don't you let nobody get you to the point where you're holding a grudge against them. Don't you let nobody get, to, get you to the point where you're bitter and where you're angry. You're trying to rationalize why they did what they did, why they said what they said. No, brothers and sisters, we ain't got time for that. The only time that we have with the life that we have left is to get into this word, brothers and sisters. And if we spent more time getting in this word, then we won't have time to think about the things that people have said and the things that people have done and responding to those things, brothers and sisters, because in response, 
we fall away from the path of God. The tragedy in Virginia, we pray over those victims and the victims' families um, who were affected by those things. But God is showing you that no matter what you thought no longer existed, still exists, brothers and sisters, and to our white friends who listen to this show, you didn't think that it was as bad as it is, but you've been blinded, brothers and sisters, by those things that are not out in the open, those things that black people already knew existed and deal with every day. You are just seeing it for yourself. And if you don't do anything about it, if you don't speak out against it, you are just as guilty as those people who are perpetrating, perpetuating those things against other people of other nationalities. We thank you for tuning in. We thank you for listening to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. And our subject matter was tonight, the tragedy in Virginia, recognizing the seed of Satan. If you can't read it, what, Joe? Do not believe it. If you can't read it, do not believe it. Let's go ahead and go to the phone lines and find out. We got a, uh, an opportunity to take a couple of calls. Chicago, who's this? <coughs> Sound like Brother Abnon. Hey, how you doing, brother? Just, just listening in today. I got in a little late, but it was a very timely meeting. Good to hear from you all. Thank you, thank you too, Brother Abnon. Let's go ahead. Go to Chicago. Chicago, who's this? Hello? Yes, who's this, Chicago? Is this another Black Ice Productions? Hey, Brother Julius, how you doing, my brother? Excellent show, my brother. I'm proud of you. Excellent show. Man, thank you so much, brother. Thank, I, I feel like I've been uh, jogging around the block, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work, a lot, a lot of studying, uh, but it, it pays off. It's a, it's a beautiful thing, and through the word of God that's written, we understand the signs of the times, and we don't panic. We realize that these things must, I repeat, these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So just want to say, excellent show, brother. Keep up the good work. And uh, uh, like, like, like we've been talking over the years, this Bible is really beginning to speak loud, and it's beginning to draw a lot of people's attention. And we're doing our job, brother. Excellent job. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Uh, that's our brother, Brother Julius, who started this show with me about eight years, about eight and a half years ago. It don't seem like, man, it's been that long, but it's really been that long. And um, check our Brother Julius out on Thursday nights. Brother Julius, give them your Thursday night information. Uh, good evening, sisters and brothers, and uh, uh, glad you tuned in to the Truth Hour. Uh, tomorrow, Thursday, I'm sorry, Thursday evening, 7.30 p.m., we broadcast the Bomb of Gilead. The Bomb of Gilead, uh, Internet Bible Radio Show, uh, 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We broadcast live on, you can find us at on Facebook at Bomb of Gilead, Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, and YouTube. So, the Bomb of Gilead, hosted by Brother Julius and Brother Will. And we look forward to each and every one of you. We support the Truth Hour, and the Truth Hour supports the Bomb of Gilead because we all, we are all fighting for our salvation, and we are all trying to get this gospel out with, with the time allotted because we know that 
once that great tribulation starts, only two witnesses are going to be able to do what they're going to do. So, again, I want to thank Black Eyes for uh, a wonderful lesson, great studying, brother. Thank um, you, brother. And uh, thank you for allowing me to speak to the people. In Jesus' name. You're so welcome. That's our brother, Brother Julius, calling in from Chicago. Joe, I'll go ahead and give you um, the last word before I make uh, my statements. And thank you so much, Brother Joe, as always, our reader on the Bible show Truth Hour. Go ahead, my brother. Peace and blessings, everyone. Uh, I just want to thank everyone again for their time this evening, YouTube, Facebook, all the callers, whatever network you're using to listen in to this, this, this wonderful teaching. And I, I, I give you thanks and all the praises. And, and, and Brother Black Man, hey, when, when I got these, those scriptures, man, I, I knew it was going to be an extra impact show. Well taught, brother. And like I said, I'm honored. I'm glad to be here, here alongside of you, you know, spreading the word, brother. I just want, just want to say thanks again. Thanks again, brother. Well, all praises due to God, my brother. Um, he guides me and he leads me when it comes to a lot of these subjects and um, uh, a lot of these scriptures, you know, and even the the talking about the scriptures when we're on the show, and that's what I pray for, you know, that God use us, you and I, Brother Joe, as vessels to deliver his word. There are many things that people could be watching on Tuesday night other than the Bible show Truth Hour. We're just so glad and appreciative that you tune in with us so that we can learn together because we are still in the process of learning also as well, brothers and sisters. So we thank you for hanging in there with us. If there's a specific subject that you want us to cover or scriptures that you want us to look at or analyze or inject in future lessons, then by all means, we want you to participate and be a part of the Bible Show Truth Hour, as well as helping us to promote it and getting the word out so that other people can hear what you have heard and can get what you have been getting and can get exposed to the word of God as you have been getting exposed to the word of God here on Tuesday nights on the Bible Show Truth Hour, live on POET Radio. On behalf of Brother Joe, I'm Black Ice. Thank you so much, brothers and sisters. Share this feed, and as always, if you cannot read it, Please don't believe it. We pray that you were edified and that God was glorified. In the name of Jesus, we say these things, and it is so. Good night, everybody.